if a bear shits in the woods. No, wait, that's not how the saying goes. If a tree falls in the woods, does it make a noise? Mm. I say it absolutely does. Nobody could hear it. And that's all right, man. And that's how uh, that's, that's, that analogy is going to be probably our, our through line thought for this entire episode. First Get off, these shit's recorded, man. What happened? Get these shits recorded. Oh, bro, they are. This is yeah. this is so okay. Um, normally, money trees. I get on here. We have our one-on-one chop-ups. We're talking life. I'm hearing about everyone's place in Web three, but I don't need to ask you none of that because I already know exactly the energy you're coming with in this space. What time we on and what we here doing? Mm-hmm. We just dropped the hotel today. We've been working on this damn hotel for months, actually years, but. year and change year and some months and i don't know man like and that's not true i do know i actually do know this is currently the best music nft project that is out there and you don't gotta say it you know and and i I know how you feel but aside you know like i'm gonna be a little not pc Mm. Mm. this project Mm. i mean yo it's it's tough, man. And so what I what I want to do on this on this episode of Money Trees is I literally want to plant a seed. I asked that question about bears and trees and shitting in the woods because you know I feel I feel a little slept on. And that's all right. That's all right. You know, I think that you have to earn it. We are not entitled to anyone's attention or anyone's well, just attention. We'll stick. We'll stick with attention. And what I feel is, people are going to listen back to this episode, this one in particular, and be like, "Damn, they knew, huh? They knew from the onset what it was because we did, bro." Like, and I think that that's the that's the thing because I'm I'm sitting here. It's been a couple hours since we launched, and I feel different i'm just like man like this shit is outside and i and i I told you like our goal internally which now be a public goal was we just need we need to do one a week and that's still the goal man that is still that is still the goal these are not necessarily cheap nfts we're asking for people to invest and what's gonna happen is that very first collector whoever that is whoever that person is that very first person that collects this they're gonna make history Because they're going to see what happens when you add that little stimulus pack into the 11 Lights Hotel. And they're going to be like, oh, shit, okay. And then someone else can be like, oh, man, let me me stimulate this a little bit more. Anyway, I'm I'm, I'm digressing. I'm digressing, G. How you doing? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm tired, but I'm here. I'm here. We are both. Working. We are both, bro. I know you was, we was both up late. You're a bit more tired than me, though. (laughs) Yeah, I probably slept like 12 hours the past four days, but that's what it takes, man. And I think that that is the, that's why I said I I feel different because part of my whole personality, literally since you've known me, has been like, this incognito, and part of me, like you know, I never want to be out front. I don't want to be uh, 
it's like I'm, I'm too worried about being politically correct. Like, I don't want to offend people. I want people to feel good. And I do want all of that. Like, but I have to stop censoring. And I want maybe censor is the wrong word, but you know, we'll stick with it. Cause I do feel like sometimes I hold back for the sake of not ruffling feathers. And fuck all that, mm-hmm. bro. That shit is done. We have dropped the greatest music NFT project that it currently exists. You know how I know I like I feel yeah. confident saying that? My fault. I'm talking over you. I'm stream of consciousness right now. Um, I feel confident saying that because we have looked at everything else. We drew inspiration from the best projects. We're talking Latasha. We're talking Halik. We're talking Daniel. We're talking Dave. I mean, yeah, and there's there's countless others. Rome, Allen, lots of dope artists in this space. And I looked at what they did really, really well and said, hey, man, thank you for showing me this. Now I'm going to add my own spice to it and I'm going to take it up. And somebody's going to see mm-hmm. the hotel. And hopefully, I, like, I want that. I want someone to show me how to do it better than this. Because conceptually, nah. Now at this point, now it's marketing. And now I look at that. That's why I said I feel different because I'm like, hey, man, I'm not about to start tweeting a whole bunch of um, – I'm not going to start tweeting a whole bunch of populist quotes that distill these complex ideas into super simple quotables so I can gain a bunch of followers. That's, that's, that's not it for me personally. That's not it. But what is going to happen is a whole lot of real talk. A whole lot of saying exactly what is on my mind. And we just going to live with that, man. So that was my intro. This is the 11th episode of Money Trees. I am joined by who I constantly say is probably one of the top three artists, if not number one. You know, I'll I'll tell you all where I stand on that another day. But, you know, objectively speaking. Right. My guy, Eleven Lights, man. What up? What up? What up? What's going on? My guy, here we are. <laughs> here we are, man. And here we are. at the beginning, this is that we have been out here for what summer of eighteen, or was it summer summer of nineteen? Summer of nineteen. So something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Been for years. Yeah, it for was years working, April building to this moment. April of 19, we first connected. Um, IGDMs, shout out to them. But we've been building, and we've. This is the first real thing that we almost say real thing. We put out chess. Chess is a banger, uh, produced by Charlie Beats. Just is it's a record. But we've been incubating or cocooning or any number of those words to get to this point where. Like, I will say again for however, I don't know what number it is. Show me a better music NFT project. It doesn't exist. I'm sorry. It maybe it will in the future. I'm not saying that this is the, this is not the, this is not the ceiling. It's not all downhill from here. But currently, quality wise, that's what this is, man. And now that we can get out of content mode, because have we been in content mode? I'm talking. Mm. You know, we'll 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 break down just how much 
go go is going into this hotel or went into this hotel is still going into this hotel and you'll see where this confidence comes from but we have put so much time into content that i have not had the chance to market the way that i want i talked about it earlier separating those roles and being able to define those roles you create and i translate i hope the magic makers make magic. You do nothing but make magic. And I got to make sure that people see that magic. And that's what we mm-hmm. did here with this hotel, man. And so Sorry. I want to I wanna talk about that. I just want to – this is this episode might run a little longer than normal. But again, this ain't, this ain't a regular money trees, man. This is the 11th money trees with 11 lights on January 11th. We started at 11-11 somewhere. It's not 11 here. I don't think it's 11 where you at, but one of them time zones we was hitting. Angel Numbers is looking out for us, man. Mmm. Mm, delicious. Yo, first off, we got Mirror. Shout out to Mirror. Mirror Mirror's platform is super ill. Great, great um, article to, or great platform to share articles on. I'm going to stop saying great. I'm going to stop saying super, repeating myself. Anyway. Welcome to the 11 Lights Hotel. So I'm going to go through the mirror because that's what's publicly available. And I'll probably add anecdotes just as as we're going through this. So the mirror article opens up with a letter from you, a letter from 11. I mean, yep. I'm going a, I'm to a be real, bro. It's a pretty dope fucking letter. <laughs> like you kept it short. You kept it concise. You talked about where this world came from and i don't know like i I, i'm gonna ask you a couple of questions in between here and i'm I'm, I'm gonna stop saying i don't know because i do know bruh that's gonna be the biggest change in between us pre-drop and post-drop is there's no more of this i don't know because i i know what's good i just don't like having to be that person that's like waving the flag i'm like nah, like well you know let's let everyone get it but this letter this letter is gas man this letter is uh yeah, that's that. It's from your own words. Read it. A letter from 11. You sum it up very nicely. Then we got this fire picture of the King Kai's penthouse done by Freeze Motion. And I just I just want to highlight, there's so much detail in here. We have my man, mm-hmm. the 11 character. And this is the thing. If, if y'all are looking at, if y'all are hearing this, I need you to go look either at the Instagram or the hotel website. And this is the floor under... The I'm telling y'all to go look all those places, or just go look at the mirror article. It's the image on the mirror article. Uh, it's the f- uh, floor under the rooftop. There is a panther coming through the door, and there is a reason why that panther is coming through the door. And now I know it's like, oh, well, you're pointing out the Easter eggs. The attention to detail, y'all, with the shadows. By the time you're listening to this episode, whenever it is, and you realize, like, yo, this panther has been sitting here as a story Easter egg since October of 2020. What? 2021? What? Was it? No, 2020. Yeah, 2020. I was right. Yeah, COVID got my years all all messed up. All fucked up. (laughs) So now we go into the actual collection, right? And now the Genesis collection is the first drop from the 11 Lights Hotel. What did we do? We wanted to combine art and NFTs in a way that was true to you and the content that you made. And I mean, yo, Fernando smoked these images, man. 
The coloring is insane. Look at these reds and blues. Red and blue don't even go together this nicely. It has no business going together this nicely. Smoked it. Smoked the attention to detail with the tattoos on her face. <laughs> Immaculate. Then, shout out Artem, man. I don't know how Artem did this. He took the music. Well, I, I mean, we're skipping over you making the record based off it, but you know, I'm a, I'm a just. We we know what you do. I've already hyped you. My man Artem took this 2D drawing that exists and made this ill visual encapsulating this Gemini energy. And I think that that's cold. And I highlight that. Like I'm in New York. You're in London. Fernando's in Brazil. Artem is in Ukraine. Like. We are embodying this whole Web3 ideology. Everyone has equity in the project. So when something sells, everyone gets paid. Oh, but guess what? We still paid people up front because they are putting work in. And so it's like, yo, oh, Fernando, how much time was that? Cool. Yeah, here you're set. We're still going to take care of you on the back end, but we know you got to make that living. And we are doing this back to the point. No resources, no budget. By the time you hear this, and I don't know, people might be listening to it tonight. But people are going to listen to it tonight. This isn't for you. This is for whoever's listening in the summer of this year. That's how confident I am. I don't think it'll be long. We not far out from it, man. We all see the other shit we got planned. Now nah, I'm talking my shit, man. This is... <laughs> anyway. Each NFT is an audio-visual piece of art. We got six of them. Three of them are out today. Your Silence, Gemini, Candles and Clarity. Just drop new music with Candles and Clarity. The records, fire. The art, fire. The cover art, QR codes. I mean, QR codes? Has anyone ever done that? I don't think so. And if I'm wrong... Like I'm like I'm gonna keep saying, just this take take this. This is my preface for the rest of this this talk. If I'm wrong, DM me, leave a comment, tell me, please. I will. I'm the first one to admit when I'm wrong. I just told you I don't even like being loud. I was like, you only you don't want to be loud and wrong. But I'm loud and right most of the damn time. So QR codes. I think we. I don't know if we're. Uh, let me not say that. I'm sure somebody somewhere probably done throwing a QR code on their cover art. But with the consistency that we're doing it and the aesthetic, I don't know. Show me. That's all. That's all I got. I think we first there. These rewards, man. Let's talk about the gamification of Web three and understanding the value that art inherently has. I don't think everything has to have utility. That's not the reason why we are attaching royalties to this. We are attaching royalties to this because I think that Web2 and streaming services still have value. And I also think they're going to figure out how to come into this new space. So the last thing I want to do is cut off Spotify. Also, I would much rather make well, you know, no, I might even talk streaming values or streaming revenues. But Genesis Collection holders, they get a 4% streaming royalty for life. For life. And it is whoever buys it first. Well, the first piece of each edition. So if you buy this and then resell the piece, oh, you still keep your royalty because you have it for life. We handle that off-chain. We send you a legally binding agreement transferring the rights from 11 Lights 
to you, to whatever entity you decide, whether it's person or individual. We have room keys dropping. I can't, oh man, room keys. We're going to get to that. Free room key mint to everyone that is a Genesis collection holder. 1% of the profits from the exhibit sales. Now, 1% may not sound like a lot, but think about this. First of all, it's more than zero. That's all I got. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) The exhibit is going to be a curated gallery where we take all of not all of, but we take some of our favorite art pieces and we're going to buy them and we're going to invest in them in communities that we believe in and artists that we believe in and invest in these artists with some of the money that our Genesis collection holders trusted in us. And then what happens? Oh, well, let's say that we happen to pick the next alien friends or the next bored ape. What we do is we collect it and we hold it and maybe we hodl and maybe we talk to the Genesis collection holders and they're like, hey, yo, we got this super rare project or whatever. Why don't, not super rare the platform, but um, just high rarity. Why don't we sell it? And they're like, yo, we can make 100K. Okay, cool. That's a rack to everyone for nothing, for us buying in. That was just an additional piece that comes with that. And that is to every piece that ever comes through the 11 Lights Hotel forever. And I think that's the thing that I'm really going to start hitting home is like, yo, this 11 Lights Hotel, it's not a one-off project. This is literally a world. Mikhail was talking earlier about us doing Netflix specials and movies and starting to branch this world out. Everything is going to be attached to this in one way or another. And now everything is a very broad term, so... Maybe not every single thing ever because that doesn't make sense. But y'all get me. You get me. Long term. Quarterly free merch. The merch is fire. I was wearing my 11 Lights Hotel bomber jacket during that Zora interview. It felt like if <laughs> I was <laughs> like I was doing my press conference, bro. I'm like, yo, I wish you were in a backpack as well. Nah, no backpack. No backpack, G. <laughs> I had my bomber on. It's brick outside, yo. It's like 12 degrees here in the city. I know that don't mean yeah. nothing to you in Celsius, but Fahrenheit, I, don't, I mean, uh, that's probably like, what, negative seven or something? Negative eight? Maybe oh, colder, bro. Like that. It's brick, man. Oh, shit. Um, I hope I'm right on that conversion, but we'll check later. Mm. We'll check the tape. We'll check the tape. Quarterly free. Keep telling them. Keep telling them. No, I'm, I'm here, G. This like... <laughs> Because this is the thing, right? Is I'm doing this. Yo, shout out to Muriel. Hope I'm saying your name right. Shout out to Vaughn. Y'all listening. I promise the money trees are normally different. It's normally not me on a tangent, but I'm amped. Like I am hyped up right now because we just dropped what I keep saying is the best music NFT project that exists. And it's being slept on. Not for long, no. And the crazy it thing... It just come out today, man. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm about to wake everyone up, T. That's why... Do your thing, bro. <laughs> Listen, Do your thing. Do your thing, This is but... the first... No, I, know, this, I know. I know. I know you not. I'm, I'm the expectation. We, I told you, we already got our internal goals. We got, you know, our realistic marketing plans. And we, got, we, got, we got the whole thing. I ain't, I ain't going to be off that. But at mm. the same time, I'm like, hey, yo, show me. Show me something different. Rick and Morty, show me what you got. Because it's not mm. this. And if this ain't it, like, tell me how. Because, like, maybe I'm tripping. 
Because to me, this shit right here. Whew. You ain't tripping. Anyway, anyway. Quarterly free merch, man. Quarterly free merch. You know what we got on the merch? And I, a true story, bro. I can't make this shit up. I could, I need to go find homie on Instagram. I was at Art Basel wearing the Eleven Lights Hotel bomber jacket. I'm walking. Damn, who were we? We were going to someone's apartment, and this car rolls down its window and it's like, "Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo!" And I'm looking and look. I'm you know I ain't been in Miami like that. I'm walking around. It's late night. I'm like, what's like what's happening right now? And they were like, yo, you made that. And I'm looking at him. He was like, yo, the backpack, the backpack, you made that. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was in the, he was on like the oncoming side. So he drove past me. Um, and I was like, oh, yo, that was cool. Like somebody stopped and was like shouting out the backpack. That's love. Maybe, oh, maybe oh. 45 seconds later, I didn't realize it was the same car. But then another car pulled up on me. And I was like, oh, whoa. See, I swear to you, like. What went through my mind was just like, damn, bro, I hope niggas is not about to try to rob me. Like, that's really what it felt like. Like, they pulled up up on the curb, felt like it came up out of nowhere. I'm just like, nah, chill, fam. Rolls down the window. Right. Now, now, now I'm on edge for real, for real. And he was like, yo, like, you really made that? Like, what is that? And I was like, oh, damn, he's just interested in the, <laughs> in the merch. Mm -hmm. right, yeah, let me show him. He pulls out and goes, scans the QR code. <laughs> That's literally what happened, man. I took the backpack <laughs> off and he scanned it. And he was like, yo, this is wild. Does it work? Yeah. Does it work oh. when, when you scan the, um, the backpack? Does it work? Hell yeah, it works. She yeah, is cold, bro. Is cold on the that's backpack. And so... I'm just looking at that like, damn, homie stopped me and then pulled back up and around. And I'm telling you, like, that's not even a story I can make up, bro, because I wouldn't even admit that. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm no tough well, guy. Why, why, don't you tell them, why don't you tell them what the QR code actually is for the people listening? Because we got to get to the QR in the mirror. No, but for the people listening, the QR code is a – I mean, it is a QR code, but the cover art for the singles we've been releasing – We've designed custom QR codes for every single single. Ah, look at that. And we control each individual QR code. So what happens is we can change where all of the QR codes point to. And now let's start thinking about where the world is heading, not where the world is at. So if you know about the Ray-Ban smart glasses or like a lot of this VR stuff, we're moving into wearables and the idea of kind of having your smartphone on your face. And big picture, what happens when you start looking at people's cover arts? I'm sure, you know, in a few years, there will be like recognition software that you can just look at an album art and it shows up. But in the meantime, I can almost guarantee one of the first iterations that these, um, these smart wearables are going to have is the ability to view QR codes. So what does that mean? Every time you look at these songs art, so this, the, the cover art for the songs it will essentially be a direct link from us to you as to whatever it is we're trying to share. Oh, we just got playlisted. This is on uh, R&B or Rap Caviar or uh, Rap Life or any of the uh, – I don't want to only shout out Spotify. Title, Apple Music, Napster, Amazon Music, SoundCloud. We, we equal opportunity streamers over here. But um, – Let's say you get playlisted. Now what happens is that cover art kind of acts as a giant billboard 
because people are going to see that and be able to go wherever it is you're pointing them to. So we're starting to mm-hmm. add actually another layer of interaction to the art that we're sharing. And it looks dope. I'm going to be real. Like the cover arts, you, the QRs you send are kind of fire. I didn't realize QRs could get this fancy. The more and more we do, the more it kind of like becomes signature, the more it looks better. I think it's like that. And then more, like they're all different colors. So they all just kind of look dope together. So yeah, it's going to be a good look for this project. It is going to be, oh man. I mean, we got this whole other thing we're doing with the QR codes where we, um, what we're doing with, uh, <laughs> my fault, I'm adding Vaughn up right now. Uh, we're doing with the QR codes, what we're doing is campaign. We're having people get the QR codes tatted on them. And I mean, it's, it's layers, it's layers. But then we got click link. Oh no, then we got the drop schedule. I'm back on the mirror article. I know I'm jumping around. Yeah, go on. We got your silence, Gemini, candles and clarity that dropped today. We got numb dropping on January 25th. We got V12 dropping on February 8th. We got Marie Anna dropping on February 22nd. Whew! The records, the art. What's to come? Like, this ain't it. It ain't over. It's never over. Shout out my guy, Ja Lefty. That's a quote from him. Then we got this mint site, man. The mint site to me is beautiful. We got the Valkyries down there in the corner. We have this wonderful color gradient. I mean, the color selection is... I'm not an art major, man, but this looks good. And if if there are any art majors that hear this and know more about art, yo, hit me. Let me know what the 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 real dealio is. Like put like again, I keep saying this. Like tell me how I'm wrong, because all that I'm seeing is it ain't that. It ain't that. We then talk in the mirror article about great art, community input, crowdfunding, and long term rewards. All of this in one drop. Web3 is a sandbox with so many models of building available. And what did we do? We developed a version that we love. It is uniquely tailored for me, 11 Lights, our team, and what it is that we believe in. And to me, that is the most exciting thing about this shit. Is like, I, I keep saying it, you know, I, I made the actual Web3 blueprint, but you look at what happened when Virgil passed away, you know, RIP. He left so much game behind for everyone to learn from. He wasn't worried about knowing something that you didn't know. He just knew how to apply it differently. And that's where I'm at with this is like, yo, I can say that this is the craziest or say it's the best, you know, any number of things, say like we got all this stuff going on. But to me, the exciting thing is who's the person that's going to see this, take something that we made and then go crazier with it. Because I want to tap in and then see whatever the hell they make and then build something wilder off the top of that. Like, that's how innovation continues pushing forward, pushing boundaries. Like, that is the crazy exciting-ish. Because we built this off the examples that we had and, you know, our kind of take on what the space would be like. But we don't know. We haven't seen the killer app invented. Maybe this is the killer. I mean, let me not say maybe, man. Again, like, show me, show me what you got. Show me something different than the Eleven Lights Hotel, y'all, because this is this is it. What is the mm. Eleven Lights Hotel? It's a world. Oh, I wasn't asking you, T. <laughs> no, go on, go on. Go on. It is I a world dedicated to creativity and innovative ideas through music, 
art and videos. That's a that's yeah. that's that's it. That's what this is. This world, even when in you go look on the website, we talk about it. We set up our own lore. There was an art catastrophe that happens in the prologue. Maybe you know, maybe we drop those chapters because that's all written. We have an entire whole pre-book <laughs> that never got to uh, see the light of day just because there's so much content. We have to figure out how to share it. Anyway, uh, this world is dedicated to that, to that creativity, to that innovation. Oh, hold on. Let yeah, me – um, I'm going to take a little pause real quick. Vaughn's requesting to speak. Yo, Vaughn, how you Going doing? Hey, sorry. I think my connection just kind of got a little messed up. But what up, what I just up? wanted to oh, say hi and shoot the shit a little bit. I thought that everything you're saying about the QR codes and the worlds you're building is really cool. Um, I did a QR code drop like two years ago um, in a more tangible sense. Um, and I think it's really cool to just – kind of ideate in ways that this can all transfer into web three. Um, but I, uh, make music with a Bluetooth vibrator and all my work is about advocating for sex workers and sex ed. So we put a bunch of faces of like Mark Zuckerberg and Ben Shapiro, Mitch McConnell, and just like the worst people ever on these huge inflatable sex dolls and put QR codes all over them and then strapped them all over Brooklyn and Manhattan. Um, and it went hand in hand with the song release and when you would click on the QR code, um, not only do you have access to the song, but you also have access to info um, about these people and you know why so many of their decision making is problematic and really being able to educate people on the mission behind the music. And I think that um, you were, the space that I was in earlier, uh, you were talking and I thought it was such a good point for music artists as people are trying to figure out how to onboard in this space in the next coming year to think about some kind of larger message in a way to push something that's bigger than just like your track itself, not just like throwing them up on another platform just for the, the fun of it. Yeah. Um, and I just think that empowering artists to be able to think conceptually and think broader where right now I think in the you know, more mainstream digital platforms, you're really, really encouraged to deduce and to, uh, dilute everything that you have to say to make it legible in like 15 to 30 seconds. And if you can't explain why it's important in those seconds, you're not rewarded. And if anything, yeah, you, yeah. you can't advance. So I think that this is such a cool way to kind of onboard other music artists who are confused and skeptical and don't know what's going on of just saying like, now you have a playground and every way that you've, you know, like you said, like everything needs marketing, every marketing campaign you've dreamed up now has a place to live and a more streamlined, um, interface and i mean like all the all my link shortcuts i don't know why no one has made a sexy all my links yet like they're horrible they look ugly there's no way to brand them cool um and this is like you know the late in the lamest terms i think that using these qr codes is a way to really have all of your all of the worlds that your song lives in uh be visible and interactive for your listeners and artists can kind of get back to when you make a song being able to think about all these things and really throw ideas at the wall and kind of get cooking versus thinking, how can I make this as short and concise as possible? So I don't lose someone's attention span. Very true. Yo, Vaughn, I'm first of all props. I really wish I had my damn sound effects because I would have let off so many gunshots <laughs> and flex bombs <laughs> as you were just going. What? Okay. Okay. Let me, let me, let me try to unpack some of this. Did I hear you correctly the first time? 
You said that you make music with the Bluetooth vibrator? Yeah, baby. Yeah, I do. I was like a, I started out as a producer. Um, I was just kind of like a sound tech nerd and I work in sex tech and I was just kind of being introduced into this world and I came across this Bluetooth vibrator and basically I take the waveforms from the vibrator that, you know, they track the, the internal part of the device tracks amplitude over sound or amplitude over time. And then I input it into Serum for any music producers, just like a VST. And mm -hmm. it changes it to amplitude over time, which is just sound. Um, and so from there, uh, I manipulate, you know, all the different waveforms and use that to make all my music. So, you know, the NFT drop that is going to be minting from, from me in, in late February is um, a 3D artist and, you know, collaborator of mine. We shape these 3D vulvas uh, with a motion capture suit that I wear, and we like create these really wild vulva characters. And we use the orgasm wave patterns to map the movement of them, and then put like a one shot underneath a bit of a loop of a like a literally you get to buy like your own orgasm. So, you know why not? That's <laughs> Yo, this That's is nice. I am so wow. I had no idea what to expect when you came up on stage, <laughs> and when I say. That like, yo, I don't, I'm, I'm actually speechless. Uh, you're in New York. You said that you were doing stuff around Brooklyn and, and Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. I live in Bushwick. Um, I do stuff in Brooklyn, Manhattan. Then I run a um party series called Bloody Mary Chaos and Kink. So it's an underground kink party where we have live boxing and DJs and artists and bondage people, and it's it's a lot of fun. So I feel like the the coolest thing I'm excited about with Web three shit is. You know, as an artist, like what, and I really appreciate what you were saying in the other space, like create, I think that the hardest thing for an artist is wearing both hats, right? Of like having to market your shit and having to make your shit and not going crazy and adequately giving time to both, to both jobs that you have to do. Um, and I think a way to like empower artists now is you can now approach the marketing hat with just as much creativity and vigor and excitement. Um, and I think that that's like been exhausting. I mean, for me, uh, Muriel, who's in the chat, is an incredible artist as well. We talk a lot about all of these conundrums. You know, marketing used to be like, okay, you either pay like a bunch of like teeny kids on TikTok to like do a weird woe to your shit, or like you slip into the void. Like, and it's exhausting. And that's not why we make shit. That's not why we make art. So now it's like all these wild ideas that you ideated when you were like a kid, which is why you started making art in the first place. Now you have a very concrete, um, I, you have concrete ideals with completely malleable practice and how to put all these things into place. And, you know, that's definitely what I've been talking about with music friends who are like, I don't really understand this whole NFT music thing. Like, how do I get involved? Like, how do I participate? And they're like, do I even want to? And kind of skeptical. It's like, you can now be excited about the marketing hat again. Like how fucking cool is that? Like this can be as much of an art project as making the art itself. And I think that what you guys are doing um, is exactly that. And that's why it, it sounds so exciting to me as a consumer, but also just like as a fellow musician, it's like, yeah, that feels really good to kind of be talking that way again. Yeah, for real. This for us, um, more than anything else was just like a, a rabbit hole for me, especially it's like a rabbit hole for me to step outside of the music creation process and just get creative with how we can you know, make something in the Web3 space, materialize it. And more than anything, it's like, it's exciting to me. I ain't, we ain't really looking to, like, we are looking to revolutionize in some way, but it's just, 
it's like you said, it's like we got in this when, we, you know, we got into this when we was kids for a reason. And this feels like that to me for the first time in many years. So, yeah. Now artists can look at being creative with their marketing. Because I keep getting that question of like, oh, well, like, what do you do to get into the space? And even with this, it's like everyone's kind of following the same path. Like, okay, we're just going to do Twitter spaces only. And then that's that. Like, to me, my Twitter space isn't booming yet. It will be. It's fine. It's early. But I think about the fact that like, yo, why doesn't anybody, all these NFT people actually make NFTs about these spaces that they're doing? So the bill that I have pinned at the top, every person that I bring on to the show to talk to them, I have my artist draw a one-of-one note and that becomes the commemorative NFT of that episode with that guest. And so what will happen is as the guests start to accumulate, you end up with this really ill roll of notes. I have plans on swapping out the art and changing the color scheme and doing all of this stuff. But to your point, creative marketing. Podcasts already spend a lot of time. And I don't call it a podcast. It's a talk show. But for the sake of semantics, a lot of current podcasts, they spend a lot of time on making their art look cool. But then it just goes up and then that's it. To create a kind of collectible around a podcast started becoming really, really interesting conceptually to me. Where I'm like, damn, could you imagine what the NFT for the Joe Rogan and Elon Musk interview would have went for when it came out? And then even crazier uh, as the meme started to go on and like the hype builds behind those types of moments. And so... Yes, like I, I love that. I love that. And I'm going to start using that example because that's exactly what this allows us to do. We already approach the content. And you know what? We've actually been losing some of that because I'll say that the need to fit into these kind of bite size um, mediums to get popular has changed the way people approach their creative direction. Like I was just talking to Eleven about this where we want to like we want to get back to making six minute records, but you're disincentivized to make six minute songs because only the first 30 seconds count anyway. So it's like why not just make the shortest songs ever with 25 song albums that are all literally beat chorus beat with no level of um well, let me not say no level, but a low level of thought put into them. Well, it's because you want to get streams and that's how you make your money and you want to have the numbers so that way you can go on tour. And Web3 is just peeling all of that back. It's giving us the chance to think creatively about the marketing. So, yo, shout out to Vaughn. Shout out to – I definitely want to hear more about all what you're building. Like it sounds just super fucking unique. And that that is the point of this. Like it's not to – it's to push innovation. Like the fact that you're making serum synths and crazy ass <laughs> presets out of a fucking vibrator is like, yo, it's literally blowing my mind. But then I start thinking about there's a dude named Food Maskew. I don't know if I'm saying it. Maybe it's Food Masku who makes nothing but masks out of food. And I was like, damn, bro, this is a pretty random but dope thing. And he's had hella creative ways to build off that with Web3. And these, I want more of those types of things to pop up. Because as we start getting more unique and eclectic artists like the hotel or food mask or what you're building, we're going to start seeing like really the 
the expanses of people's minds. Because if we can get a physical version of the hotel, and I didn't mention it on the Zora thing, you know, the whole not wanting to uh, overpromise piece, but I'm going to say it on this show because this is forever. We are going to make a real version of this hotel. I already have been in talks with, I won't say the company's name because I think that that's not, or that's frowned upon, but they were, t- were talking brand partnerships and I've already gotten the quotes on how much it costs to build down from a motel up to a five-star full hundred room luxury hotel. And could you imagine what that looks like for that to be an artist uh, space and the type of, um, what's the word? inspiration that that becomes for young people that are seeing that like whoa wait a second i can have a hotel or i can have my own restaurant but still be an artist you don't have to leave your particular space and it could be a painter it could be a musician it could be any number of things like we're not limited to the verticals that the platforms allow us to be in so yeah yo, i sure. love every every everything you were saying yeah, uh, Muriel, think, you, oh, my fault. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Did we want to speak, Muriel? Hey, y'all. Okay, I love this. This is like such a fun, it feels like a fucking group chat. Um, I'm Muriel, also an artist based in Brooklyn. And I just wanted to, I guess, expand upon that tip of like the possibilities of just creating a world of your own. I got so excited when I was in that Zora space today because specifically about the whole idea of the hotel because in my conversations with Vaughn and other artists I always talk about how I see my own music project and like my own sort of like presence specifically on web 2 as a community center is always the metaphor that I use and like the different rooms within that space are typically the different platforms that I think like a lot of artists have to you know sort of like figure out how to use on web two, but they feel so limiting because oftentimes you end up feeling like a slave to the algorithm. You're on TikTok. How am I going to hit FYP? Da, da, da. Like, well, how do you get your followers up on Instagram? All these sort of things versus just like completely remove, like, yes, still trying to figure out how to work that space, but just the option of like building something from the ground up, like literally a building. So hearing what y'all are doing has just been like, like thank you for sharing and i'm so excited to see you know how it hey, goes no, i love that you know that and that's to me that's really what this is about for us it's a way for like to really get those creative juices flowing and start thinking about things that excite us like t was um i keep calling 11's real name is starts with a t that's why i keep saying t uh yo t i actually is your name publicly available Oh, it's on Spotify. Yeah, I can say your name. Yeah, it's T. Um, anyway, sorry, uh, my brain tangents. I love the fact that we can potentially help show other people away. Uh, Mikhail and the other space kept mentioning the Web3 blueprint that I made. And that was where that came from. And it was like, I didn't even really want credit for it. I wish that more people would have joined in so it doesn't have to feel like it's my thing. Cause I don't want it to be my thing. I I have I don't have my branding on it or anything like that. I'm not linking it back to any of my socials. I want that to be a community managed resource. <clears throat> Excuse me, because the more tools that we provide for people, the more information that we get out there, the more blueprints that we provide, the better the content's going to be. The better equipped 
up and coming artists are going to be to set their shit up from the ground up and actually start giving us a unique creative landscape where we're not all you said slaves of the algorithm and like waiting to check new music friday to see what we're listening to it's so hard for me i don't even know where to go to discover new music anymore like there aren't even little pockets of the internet that i know to go check for and i'm starting to get that back in web3 so i'm i love it so i appreciate y'all and i definitely like um i followed both of y'all i am going to jump back into my 11 lights hotel tangent just sticking with my money trees piece uh as we're planting this seed in regards to 11 um, I just want to say thank you. I have to jet to work, but I want to say thank you. And this was this end of space before I thought was really cool. And I'm super excited what you guys are doing. Can't wait to uh, stock. Right, wait, are you in here? I got a little blue dot next to your name. Are you are you rugging out again? You just got the hundred thing. Uh, you can you can emote. You can't talk. Drop drop a laughing emoji if you can <laughs> if you can hear me. It's requesting. It says you up here already, bro. Remove from co-host. Yes, remove. My man's Twitter is bugging. Add his speaker. Oh, no. I cannot have Money Trees number 11 without 11 lights. All right. While we try to get him set up. Muriel, what kind of uh, music do you make? Am I saying your name correctly? It's Muriel. Like Muriel. Muriel. Okay. Muriel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of music I make, I make, I guess, I guess the most, the simplest way to explain it would be pop R&B, electronic influences. Um, I'm Congolese. So sometimes it finds its way into what I do, but I'm very much so in a space of like rebirth and being like way more open to the sonic possibilities of my, you know, of what I do. I DJ too. So I have a love for house music. I'm just like trying to let shit happen. Cause I think that for a long time, I sort of subscribed to, you know, genres and labels and things, and it, it might have hurt me more than it helped me. So yeah. You saying the subscribing to genres has hurt you? Just in the sense of what maybe, um, Okay, so I'm coming out of a background of going to music school, literally, at NYU. And I think anytime you put art in an academic context, it's an interesting experience. Um, definitely had a lot of professors with opinions on what kind of music I should be making, especially, you know, as a Black girl in pop. Um, and I think that it sort of, like, took me away from taking more risks that I would have taken had I not you know, had some, some people's input not to get all into that. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I definitely get that. <laughs> School was not for me. Funny anecdote. Yeah. 11 actually failed audio engineering school, uh, fresh out of high school. And that experience is what drove him, him and the other person, Wale, who were the only two people that failed the class. Ended up leaving and then went to. Oh, yo, I gotta. My fault. My fault. T, I had to mute you. We were getting some feedback. But um, they ended up leaving and moving to LA and became the only people from that class to actually make a living making music. And <laughs> to me, that's like, I don't know. I, th- I think that says something. 
where it was like, obviously the professor ain't know everything they thought they knew. Yeah. No, school is not for everyone. You know, coming from someone who like, I did the thing, like I also recognized why the thing is not for everyone. And there's definitely some shit that I've had to unlearn while I'm grateful for what I did learn. You know, there's definitely some unraveling happening, which is exciting. You know, it's just mad possibilities. Hell yeah. Uh, T, you back? I'm back. My guy. Yo, that was a really... Oh, you got it. You, you putting your headphones on something? You echoing like crazy. For real? Yeah. It's all good. Just like, what, just mute yourself. And then when you got to talk, just unmute yourself. All right, all right, cool. Yeah. Man, that was a really, really dope aside. Shout out to Vaughn. Shout out to Muriel. Yeah, for real. I didn't really get to speak, but appreciate you jumping on it, Miro. I need to check your stuff out after. Hey, hey, hey. So, where I left off at was, what is the Eleven Lights Hotel? I said it was a world dedicated to creativity and innovative ideas through music, art, and videos. The website, gas. Are you kidding me? We got the book now section where you can go and book a room for free. Booking a room doesn't, you know, it does do a lot, actually. But we haven't quite revealed what it does yet. Eleven does not really hit on this element as much. And, you know, I'm, I get it, relationships, sensitive topics. But part of his impetus for leaving the songwriting producer side only and wanting to actually become an artist stemmed from a relationship. And I feel like most great R&B legends, you know, owe heartbreak or owe some of their success to heartbreak. Volume one of the 11 Lights Hotel story is titled The Fall. And it's about the fall of this relationship, the fall of this love. And I mean, I like the story a lot. I think, I think it's written pretty well. I think it's got some nice climaxes to it. I think it's got some great energy. And at the end of the day, this is, you know, you know where I got this from and where this idea stems from? Fucking Gambino with Before the Internet. And I don't like that. I don't think that was slept on. That project got hella love. But I will say it was slept on in the sense of it should have gotten more love. He had films, scripts, hidden apps where it was like, ah, man, I don't want to misquote it. But there was some type of hidden code with Before the Internet that somebody found like months after it came out and it led them to some prize. I know that that's super generic. I'm sorry. We all have the Googles. You can look up what I'm talking about. But it's layers of interaction like that where months after a project comes out, there is this hidden reward that people are able to dive in and say, oh, wow, I didn't even know that was there. Trust. The story has Easter eggs upon Easter eggs. And if you care about it or if you care about those types of things, the story will f- <laughs> not if you care about it, because I think everyone cares about story. I think that when you're listening to narratives, that was the word I was looking for. The story will help further your understanding of the narrative. You will start seeing why the hotel is set up the way that it is. You will start understanding what the goal of the hotel is and what it is that we are building. But you don't need to. You can listen to the music and get it. You can have the Eleven Lights Hotel experience without any one particular piece and it can still feel full. 
But if you want the complete experience, trust, we have hours upon hours upon hours of that for you. Eleven and I talked and we would I would reference games like Fallout and games like GTA where you have these main story missions and you could play the entire game and you know you can beat it and you would have just done the main story missions but there's eight times as much stuff for you to do off on the side that's what we wanted the hotel to be there are hidden rewards right now that I'm still waiting on somebody to DM me about because the instructions are there we'll see we'll see how it goes Next up, we have the exhibit. The exhibit is, I mean, one of my favorite parts, just because we're reinvesting back into the community. That's a win. And we are actually curating art in a way that hotels really do. When you go to hotels, you see their art all over, you know, whether it's the rooms or whether it's the lobby or the, ho- um, not the hotel, or the hallway. And the 11 Lights Hotel is not only reflective of the art that we create, it is going to encapsulate all of the art that we love and the art that inspires us. And for artists like Vaughn or Muriel who get up here and tell their story and we say, yo, like this is fire. We want to support you guys. Now what happens? We add your art to the exhibit as we start building our community and people are coming out and checking out like, oh, well, I wonder what they're collecting over here. We're able to not only help support from a financial perspective by buying the art, but also from you know, the exposure piece of that. And that's one thing I do like about Web3, but I think is dangerous, where it's very gatekept, where if you have one collector that buys onto it, all the other collectors can follow into that. And I think that that is a theme that applies to the art world as well, and I don't see it changing. People love people that can curate well, and collectors that have a history of choosing the right projects are always going to attract more attention. So I think that the exhibit executed properly becomes a wonderful resource for the hotel, but an even better resource for the community that we say that we're contributing to. Speaking on curation, we got the hotel playlist. The This is the simplest thing, but I love it. The music page for the 11 Lights Hotel, where we got all the custom buttons made for each of the DSPs. So when you actually go to our music page, you're pressing the title button and it takes you to title or Spotify or YouTube, etc. And Vaughn mentioned it earlier, you know, these all my link, these link trees, they're all pretty bland. There's no flavoring to it. I hope more people do things like these buttons and custom milk cartons that I saw or juice packages, like those types of marketing campaigns. That's what excites me. When I see that type of stuff, when I see an artist thinking like, hmm, okay, I'm going to use Kazi as an example. I'm doing Kazi World. Let's come up with you know a Kazi World passport. Damn, that layer, that level of interaction, that is that gets me hyped. Now these playlists, the playlists of fire too. Playlists apply the same philosophy I'm thinking about curating the art, where I don't want to have to dig through a thousand new songs. That's just being real. I don't, I don't have the time to do that. I would love to have a batch of people that I go to and trust with their curation that isn't decided by the company where I'm also going to listen to the music at. I think the illest idea and what we really need to have is an opportunity for community 
driven curators or community voted on curators. I don't know what the term would be, but the idea is this. Okay, let's say your catalog. What catalog does is say, we're going to nominate these first 10 people. Uh, and maybe you don't even say who their names are. Maybe you nominate them behind the scenes and you make it anonymous. And you say, here, community, vote on these 10 playlists and whichever one you like the most, that'll be the one that gets the homepage slot. Now, just because people like it the most doesn't mean that it's the best playlist or it's the best curated. You know, that just becomes the popular homepage playlist, which, cool, that's dope because now you can go to the homepage of this spot and you'll just see whatever the community of that platform is really, really rocking with. But you start incorporating this voting system into it and don't get me started on tokenomics because you could actually be paying the curators as well based off of the involvement that they get from fans. But this type of um, ecosystem is going to drastically improve music discovery. And I think the idea of the hotel playlist is just one step in that direction. I need more artist playlist. I want to know what my favorite artists are listening to. I know that sometimes they'll share it or you know they'll post the Instagrams, but that's not easy for me to go and reference this. I will put on the 11 Lights Hotel playlist and let it run. And again, another thing that we put in here that we did for ourselves, yet at the same time, we are hoping that it inspires others to keep pushing those same envelopes. I'm going to take a pause. We Oh, Pete was in here and then he bounced. I keep looking away from my computer. Shout out, Pete. Uh, we'll see if you come back. Not the dev, other Pete. Beats Pete. Beat Pete's from Beats. Oh, man. Um, yo, you know, we, T, we didn't even get to talk about the Muse Gallery. And so, Muriel, I don't know how much you've seen or anyone who's listening has seen from our Mirror article, but right now I'm going through the Mirror article just to kind of recap where I'm at with it. I know this episode's running a little longer. If you go into our Mirror article, those buttons that I'm talking about are clickable in the article. I haven't really seen that. The mirror embed is such a great feature. But right below the buttons, we actually have an example of one of the galleries that we'll be building. This gallery is dedicated just to the song Gemini, but it's playable inside of the mirror article. You don't have to click out. You don't have to go nowhere. It's simple. There's no app login. There's no sign up. It's click and go. Now, of course, virtual rooms exist and all of these other spots. Like That's straight. I don't want to have to create a barrier between the person I'm sending this to and um, them getting to the actual content. That's why I love Muse. Anybody that I talk to, I talk to about Muse when they ask about virtual worlds. Muse requires absolutely no login. You can just click the website link and then you're in the space. Muse has worked with Danny Cole and Creature World. We've been working with them on our stuff, and they've done a bunch of other really, really ill projects. If more artists knew that you could go sign up for Muse, you could actually use an app called LiDAR Scanner to scan your room or your studio or whatever it is. A lot of new artists happen to have studios at their house or their bedroom artists, and they're developing in, you know, they're creating in this space. You can upload a virtual version of your room, of your space, of your studio, or items from your actual room to make it more personable, make it 3D, and let people go and explore that. 
to me, that is ill. You know, if you think about what um, what did Kanye do on a large scale? Oh, he rebuilt the house that his uh, that he grew up in, and then did a stadium tour with it. Or J. Cole with Forest Hills Drive and going back home and doing that whole campaign on the return to roots. Like, I don't know if people realize that we're not like that. You can just scan your room. Your room can go be in the metaverse. You don't have to go buy nothing. You don't got to find things that look like your couch. It can be your couch, your computer, your aesthetic straight up in the metaverse for free. There is no cost to use LiDAR. There is no cost to use Muse. We got to show people this, man. The galleries we're building at the hotel, chef's kiss, incredible. Can't wait to show y'all. Have one drop in before the end of the month. Um, QR art. We We touched on the QR art. The QR art is what I said it was. Now, the room key collection. I mean, let's talk about the gamification. I keep going into that. The Genesis collection only has 66 pieces. It's priced the way it's priced because of that. This is part crowdfund, part NFT purchase, part you know long-term uh, investment because you get the royalty. That is why the Genesis is what it is and it's numbered the way that it is. But when we think about actually developing a community, I keep saying that I don't really like the idea of building a whole new community. I think we have to start finding you know, a larger umbrella community to be a part of where a bunch of projects are building vertically in these communities. I think that that will really help support, that will really help growth, and tons of other benefits to that. Conversation for another day. But the room key collection is, well, what happens when you check into a a room at a hotel, you get a key. And what we're doing is creating lifetime memberships for 1,111 people to be a part of this hotel. And the room key rewards, I mean, let's start with the illest one. Ticket for life to any IRL or URL 11 light show. Pool suite, shout out to pool suite. I want to talk innovation. You can add your pool suite to your Apple wallet and it shows up as a QR scannable um, pass. That is nuts to me. I saw that and I was like, oh, whoa, wait a second. We can do the room keys and then we can actually have the people have the room keys on their phone. And then anytime we have to give someone a ticket, we just assign it to a QR code and then they can scan the QR code right on their phone. And all of us, this idea that I had had, which I knew we would be, we would have to figure out, I was able to look at what another project did and find the answer for that. I had planted the seed. Pool Suite helped me water it. I am so hyped for the room key collection. We are making physical room keys. They are actually going to be titanium, already sourced it, already know who we're going with. We just have to finalize all the designs. Fire. Now you buy an NFT and then you can have it. So even if you sell your room key after the fact, you still have your physical tangible one. And guess what? Whoever buys the new one, they can order their own room key. Even doper, each room key is unique to the owner. Even though it's going to be the same 1,111, we're going to make them editable on-chain art. What that means is people will be able to actually change the color and put their names onto the room key and the NFT will update and that will show in the art across all platforms. And so when you go to order your room key, it will be personalized to you, regardless if you are the second or 20th person who has owned that particular NFT. 
another just really fire part of that. We've put together a lot of art. We've put together a really dope story. We have a lot of people to thank. There's poems. There are lyrics. How does everyone experience all of that in one cohesive place? Well, you go to 11lights.com. But how do you experience that when you're not at your computer or on your phone? We are, we're making a hotel directory. Think a coffee table style book that will contain all of the art, all of the story, the lyrics, the liner notes. You know, this is the advanced version of a CD booklet, and now it's a project booklet. So all of our thank yous, stories about how we got here, art that didn't make the cut, all of this will be included in a really, really ill coffee table book. Not to mention, these are all things that just come for being a room key holder. Oh, guess who gets a room key for free? All people that got into the Genesis piece. Now, mind you, I already said I do not want to overpromise. So know that everything that I'm saying here, that I'm saying here on record, that I know I'm going to have to edit and upload and share to the world, are going to be things that we follow through on. This episode of Money Trees right here is going to be one of the most legendary ones. And I already know because of what we're saying here, this is a declaration. This is uh, our flag on the moon. We are here. The Eleven Lights Hotel is going to be, I mean, it already is. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. And I don't know if there is anything else that is better than it currently. And you know, better is subjective. But in my opinion, in my taste, please show me. Because we designed this to be best in class. And I'm going to keep saying it. Because if you disagree, tell me why you disagree. Show me something better. And if you agree, go connect your MetaMask to nft.11lights.com and get on it first. I'm telling you. That first Genesis collection holder, when he joins the or he or she or they, whatever pronoun they identify as, when they join the lounge and they see what we have in the lounge, whoo, whoo, <laughs> I can't, I can't even. Got me using Tumblr uh, quotes now. And that's it for the mirror article. That is that is the Eleven Lights Hotel in a nutshell. That is what. We are releasing to the public now, but this story is literally just beginning. I am so, so, so grateful that I even have the ch a chance to be a part in this. I love the people that I work with. I love the energy of this space. I do love the positivity. I really do. I'm just here saying like, hey, man, you know, I'm from New York. We got a little competition to us where it's like, yo, it can be dope. I'd name the people that inspired me. But look, if I'm not out here trying to do more than y'all are, then I'm sleeping. What am I getting up for? Why am I putting that energy into it? Now, mind you, I'm not competing with y'all. I'm competing with myself. Y'all are inspiring me. I'm inspired by the world around me. I take notes from the world around me and figure out like, yo, what can I do that when I look at it, I say, yeah, that's even crazier than that. I keep bringing up Latasha because, man, I, I can't – I like – Part of the money trees philosophy or like, you know, ideology, whatever the hell the word we want to use is, is planting these seeds. I'm going to look back and listen and hear the faith that I had in her as a creator or any of these other artists that I'm mentioning. 
and we will see what the future holds for them. I I know Latasha is a star. What she is doing in this space is incredible. When I saw her upload the Latasha World, I think it's intro to Latasha, um, and she put that out through through her NFT platform, her first own NFT platform. I was like, yo, this is fucking fire. And then she did an on-chain documentary. And that got me thinking like, whoa, wait a second. She gave away part one of this documentary on-chain. Okay, if I got a documentary, let, let's just use Michael Jordan, The Last Dance. Now, obviously, that's you know a larger one. Well, you know what? No, we're, we're going to stick with that because there were 10 parts to it. So imagine The Last Dance gets released as a documentary. And you can actually own the rights to the first uh, chapter or the first episode. Well, that's just the first one. There's going to be nine more parts that are released to it, and then all 10 of them make up the Last Dance documentary. I saw Latasha reach or release the first part of her on-chain doc series, and I'm like, wait a second, this is the first part. That means that there's more parts. And so if I collect the first part, somebody else collects the second part, and so on and so forth, we now have group ownership over this documentary film. When Latasha goes on to win a Grammy and we, excuse me, have ownership in her, you know, first on-chain documentary or whatever, and then it goes and wins an Oscar or something, you know, I'm, I'm being a bit hyperbolic here. Not that these things can't happen, but just for the sake of the analogy, we have ownership in that. And so what does that look like? Can I win an Oscar through an NFT? Whoa, wait a second. Hold on. That's a whole other. Am I a producer on there? Do artists start selling the, you know, the rights to their films or at least credits on their films as NFTs? Damn, what does that do for the game? Because that, that's really what an executive producer does a lot of the time. They're not the ones sourcing the content. They're just cutting you a check. So can I buy an NFT to a filmmaker, to a director, to an animator, to an actor, to a musician? And will they offer me credits? I think about that with Eleven after the Latasha thing, where I'm like, wait a second, bro. Can we actually give out 66 plaques to every single Genesis collection holder when blank goes platinum? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I can announce it. I guess I kind of did just announce it, whatever. When it goes platinum, Hell yes, we can. And that to me is like, that goes back to that inspiration point. I wasn't thinking that way until I saw this. And then the second I saw it, I don't know what Latasha's plan is for the on-chain doc series. I have no clue. All I know is that ins that moment of inspiration that I had, that when that light bulb clicked, when I saw what she posted. And I want to be that light bulb. We want to be those light bulbs for people around the world. Because guess what? When y'all do something ill off what we did, we're going to see that and try to do something crazy too. Like I said, it's not competing with these people. I'm competing with myself. The only person I can ever be better than is who I was yesterday. That is it. There is no there is nothing else. But what these other people, they're breaking they're breaking doors down so I can go running through them. And I love that. And I want to do the same thing. Because I'm going to run behind the doors that y'all break down for me. It is still a Money Trees episode, though, man. This is Money Trees number 11. 
on the 11th with 11. We got three 11s. Y'all know how the trifecta gang gets down. Maybe you don't, but you soon will. Before I let you go, I got two questions for you, man. Go on. One, what is your seed phrase? The seed phrase is normally your recovery key. I don't think that seed phrase is scary enough. If you lose your seed phrase, you lose access to your NFTs and your crypto. You lose access to everything that's in your wallet. Mm. That's not yeah. a scary enough term. Seed phrase to me, you know, it's, it's round. It's very like, well, oh, I'm planting a seed and then I'm talking about it. So that is the perception or the, the rebranding I'm taking here on Money Trees for the term seed phrase. So if you had to provide a motto for your rainforest that we're starting to grow here or that we've been growing, what would that seed phrase be? Innovation, freedom, and just being able to do whatever the fuck I want to do creatively. I don't really have anything prepared. That's just what came from the top. Innovation, freedom, and doing whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, man. That's where happiness is to me. So, yeah. And it has to be, bro, because whether we sold nothing or sold out, we would still be here. We would still be ourselves. And we would and still yeah, have man. more to do. And you know, you know, I ain't focused on that. Um, oh, things yeah, happen in mysterious ways. So, no expectations for anything from, from the drop or anything. I already know what it is. It's the, like I said earlier to Vaughn, this is our rabbit hole. This is where we're able to do whatever the fuck we want to do in this space. And people will catch on to it because it's good. So, yeah. The Just destination, the destination is the journey, man. This is it. We exactly. are we already here. So um the second thing I got for you um, is we got this eleven, we got the eleven note. How much am I putting that up for? Um we're gonna put it up for zero point eleven. Zero point eleven ETH. And that is that. My guy, it is late. Over on your side of the world. I thank you for trusting me with your vision. And thank you for being part of it, man. Couldn't do it without you. So yes, you're done. Sir. You're done, no. First day, man. I'm <laughs> you... uh, let's get on to yo, the like, yo, you yeah, bro. That's like I'm like, yo, we're oh, we're out. Like we're out. The content is out. All right, all right, there it is. Cool. Now I can go. <laughs> now I can talk. <laughs>